Welcome to Tech Talk for Teachers. I'm your host, Paul Beckerman. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. What's in the toolkit? What? What is in the toolkit? What's in the toolkit? Check it out. The topic of today's episode is evaluating the credibility of online information. In the past two episodes, we've been exploring strategies for a successful research process. Throughout that process, credibility is critical. Let's say we've found what looks like a great resource, but how do we know we can trust it? That is not only an important question when we're doing academic research, but it's fundamental to a well-functioning democracy. Voters need to have credible, accurate information so they can make well-informed decisions at the ballot box. Unfortunately, misinformation and disinformation have become commonplace in our online spaces. This is especially true on social media, which is the place where an increasing number of people get their news. If we can teach our students to be critical consumers of information during the research process in school, there's a better chance they'll have the discerning skills they will need as voting adults. Therefore, this week we'll explore tips and strategies for helping our students identify the credibility of the content they consume. We want our students to be credibility detectives who examine content with a critical and discerning mind. First of all, what do we mean by credibility? Well, in short, credibility means we can trust the content to be true, accurate, and straightforward. If we can, the content or resource is credible. To help your students become information detectives and credibility detectives, you can have them use the ABCs of checking credibility. This acronym can help them remember three key checkpoints for measuring the credibility of a site or resource. Let's take a look. What are some cool tech tools I can use? Two tips! Instructional technology. So A stands for author. The key question to ask here is, who is providing the information and can you trust them? This is arguably the most important question you can ask about any resource you're reviewing. What are the author's or publisher's credentials? And do they have a good reputation as a trusted source? If the student's not familiar with the author or publisher, they should do some research to see what others have to say about them. Consider the following steps when trying to determine the source of the information. So determining the source, they can truncate the URL. That means basically deleting everything in the web address after the .com, .org, that ending. That'll allow you to identify the primary source. And then you can check it out and see if that looks credible. You should also try to locate the About page. What does this page say about the source? Now keep in mind that the source will likely only share positive information about themselves, but it still can give you some insight. Find the copyright. Is there a copyright statement at the bottom of the page that can help you identify the source? Who is copywriting it? And then, most importantly, identify the author. Is there a different author associated with articles or material within, or is it an author for the website at large? And then, of course, verify the credibility of that author or publisher. Research that person or that organization. What do you learn about them when you do that research? Check reputation and affiliations. Is the author or publisher trusted by other people? Do they have any other questionable affiliations that you should be concerned about? And locate a work cited. Does the site provide resources for the information they use? If they do, this is a good sign. And finally, read the author bio. Does the site provide credentials that affirm the expertise of the author or publisher? 
That takes us to B in our ABCs, and B stands for bias. The Oxford Language Dictionary defines bias as prejudice in favor of or against one thing, person, or group compared with another, usually in a way considered to be unfair. It's important to note that most messages are at least a little bit biased, and it's important that our students can identify that bias in order to determine if the content can still be trusted. Consider using the acronym BIAS to guide your students through this evaluation. So the B in BIAS, balance. Are differing perspectives represented fairly and equitably? Does the placement or timing of a message indicate bias? The I, intent. What is the author's purpose? Are they informing, persuading, or entertaining? You can look at the .com or .org sometimes to give you a little hint at this. Is there extreme language? Are there loaded words? Is there mudslinging? These can be red flags. The A is accuracy. Do they specify sources or use general attributions? Are the, quote, facts true? Are facts or opinions used for evidence? You may have to verify these using another site. And the S, slant. Is this the whole story or have they slanted it one way or the other? And do the visuals match the facts? Okay, so we used an acronym BIAS inside of our acronym ABC. I'd suggest teaching the BIAS piece first and then reviewing it within the context of the ABCs. That should help keep things a little more clear for your students. And then C is content. Once you've determined the credibility of the author or publisher and examined the degree of bias, you will still want to take a closer look at the information itself. Since there may be hundreds of resources that share the same misinformation, it's no longer enough to simply find another website or three other sources that confirms its credibility. Here are some strategies that students can use to determine the validity of the content. How do I use How do I use Integration inspiration. Integration ideas. So one is to still compare to other sources, but do other credible sources confirm the information you found in this source? Look for citations. Are quality sources posted for the content posted on this site? Check the date of the source. Is the information current enough to still be relevant? Sometimes things change over time, and that should be reflected in the content. Verify the evidence. Can you trust the facts and the evidence provided by verifying it elsewhere? Consider the logic. Does the author use faulty reasoning to make a point, or does it truly make sense? Evaluate the scope. Do the facts represent the full story and multiple perspectives? Sometimes bias happens when we leave things out, and leaving things out becomes misinformation. And then confirm facts. Can you validate the information on fact-checking sites? You could consider sites like Snopes, PolitiFact, or FactCheck. Well, there you have it. The ABCs of becoming a credibility detective. If you'd like some handouts and posters that you can share with your students about these concepts and acronyms, check out avidopenaccess.org and search for either ABC or BIAS. And of course, to learn more about today's topic and explore other free resources, visit avidopenaccess.org. And be sure to join Rena, Winston, and me every Wednesday for our full-length podcast, Unpacking Education, where we are joined by exceptional guests and explore education topics that are important to you. Thanks for listening, take care, and thanks for all you do. You make a difference.